This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Swallow them kids in the back He put his thumb in Hit from the back, ain't no running Hit from the side and I'm coming Turn around, let him let on my stomach Ride in his face, nigga, eat up the clip Look in his eyes when I lick on the tip Taking his soul when I dance on the dick Spit in my mouth, I'm with all of this shit Hit with no rubber, babe, I wanna feel it Shoot the club up with my legs to the ceiling Hands around my neck, sweat this blood trying to kill me what up, though? This your man, Dame, three underscores, three, one, three. And we are back with another episode of Dame After Dark. It's been a minute since the last one. I appreciate my previous guests for coming through and kicking it with me. But I got a new guest in the studio uh, for this session. And, uh, you know, not nobody. This is our first time meeting. Don't really have no no prior history yeah. uh, with her at all. But uh, she she's on she's part of a dope ass podcast. She be talking wild, and I'm a huge proponent of people being and living in their truth and being exactly who they are. And you were uh, really unapologetic about yourself, your truth, what you into. And I just figure I'd invite you in and we just have a nice conversation. Did I catch you off guard with all that? No, that, no, that was just funny because you're absolutely correct. I, I That is exactly how I am. Okay, well, if you wouldn't mind, introduce yourself to everybody, please. So, hey, y'all. Uh, my name is Alessa. I am on Cocktails with Cocktails. Uh, you can follow us at CWC The Podcast uh, on all social media platforms. And... um. Yeah, oh, if you want to follow me, I'm Hippie of the Hood, H-I-P-P-I-E, on all social media platforms. Uh, but, yeah, like like you said, like Damon said, I am unapologetically myself. Um, I have been that way for quite some time. Oh, your, your whole life? Almost my whole life. Um, yeah, for, Actually, yeah, for the most part, yeah, my whole life. Uh, I was kind of, kind of a shy little kid because I was hefty. <laughs> I was a fat little kid. You can't so. you can't count kids. I know, but even then, I was still like I was still vivacious. Like I still did a lot. Like I was, you know, I was in acting. I was in drama club. I was in little acting troops. Like I was always in after school activities. So I still had a big. I still had a big personality. Okay. Do you still act in any in anything? Um. No, I don't really act. Um. I have like I do have a lot of friends who are into um. Like into film and you know do skits. So I've like worked with them. I've done a couple of you know like skits and stuff for like social media for YouTube, but not necessarily like I don't really I, I don't necessarily pursue any type of acting. Okay, okay, just curious. I know that's something I said I want to get into for twenty three for yeah twenty three. I, I had okay. that shit fucked up for a second. Yeah, it's time is not real. Yo, this year flew the fuck by, yeah, and December has just been like sprinting in this motherfucker. Yeah, it's been it's it's been going real fast. And I ain't did no Christmas shopping. I got most of my Christmas shopping done. And I ain't bought a gift. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, I got to get on it this weekend. Yeah. So I want you to tell me a little bit about your show, Cocktails with Cocktails. So our show is about sex. Right. So we talk about um, all aspects of sex, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, So we, I mean, you know, we just, we try to find interesting people with interesting backgrounds, with interesting um 
sexual history um, and just get them to come on and tell us their stories. Like, that's really what I like about it is, like, just hearing all the different things. Like, because some stories are just so horrible, like, you wouldn't even imagine. Like, damn, that happened to you? I think if you're an adult and you've been fucking for a little bit, we all got, got some like crazy a, stories, right? We, all, we got, all got some shit that we just kind of shake right? our head at. Like, like, I can't even believe I was knee-deep in that right? shit. Right. Like, if you 30-plus and lost your virginity in high school, you've been fucking for damn near half your life. So, I am 41. What was I? 14? Right. So you've been fucking Almost for 30 years. Almost 30 years. Shit is crazy. Right. right. I should shit. have like an anniversary party. Right. Like that shit's wild. Like so it's, it's just like. And so like. And like you said. When you have been fucking for years. You've done a lot. You've tried. You've tried a lot. If you enjoy sex, because not everybody has tried a lot. I You're right. Discovered like some people are still vanilla, and it's. We gonna talk about some of the stuff you want to try later. I ain't. I want to try or have done. Uh, you you might be able to clarify <laughs> clarify both for me. Then. So how did you and uh, your partner connect to come up with the with the show? So he actually had the show. Um, a couple of years before I even joined his podcast. Okay. So um, he, um, so the producer of our network actually came up with the idea. He brought it to my co-host Brandon. Um, shameless plug, name Brand Smith on Instagram. But um, he he came to Brandon with this idea. Um, I want to say like four or five years ago, and Brandon was like, "I like it." He had a couple of other co-hosts. Um, you know, things just didn't necessarily work out. Um, you know, scheduling wise, you know, creative differences, things just didn't work out. And I ended up coming on because he's really, Brandon's really good friends with my cousin. Okay. And my cousin was like, hey, you should have my cousin on there. She can tell, like, she does all this wild shit. She'll be a great guest uh, for, you know, whatever topic you have, probably. So he brought me on. Um, he ended up asking me to come back for the next episode. And then the next episode, and then he was like, hey, I think I should be my co-host. And I'm like, okay. And then we sat down, we talked about it, and I've just been his co-host ever since, and that was about two years ago. Okay, okay. So how's the ride been so far? It's been great. It has been really, really good. Um, we actually have a card game coming out. Um, another shameless plug. It's called Intoxicate Me, Please. It can be bought or it's on pre-order right now. Um, it can be pre-ordered at blackoutgamesdet.com. Okay. Um, so drinking game, I, I it's take it. Drinking game. It's a drinking game, and the questions are sexual. There are some role play cards, some dare cards. So it gets, it can get a little freaky if you want to. Okay. Okay. And you said when is when is the game come out? Um, the game. No, you said it's pre-order. Twenty twenty three. It is available for pre-order now. Um, but we will be shipping items out by end of December. Okay. Cool. Cool. And where can you get it again? Um, BlackoutGamesDet.com. Okay, beautiful. So we want to support all your endeavors, the podcast, the game. Uh, but since I got you here, you know, I was listen. I've been listening to the show on and off, uh, and you got a lot of wild takes when it comes to things about sex. And you seem, you know, just from what I gather, that you're pretty open minded and. Uh, non-judgmental about things when it comes when it comes to sex would that would that be safe to say yeah i would agree with that okay okay i like this holiday cheer you drinking was would you would you call that drink again because you had a couple different couple different uh it's really whatever i put in my cup um it is tequila 
Sprite and a little bit of cranberry juice. I'm okay. pretty sure that's what it was. I don't know if it was cranberry or cranberry. I just picked up a red Everfresh okay. and poured into my cup. So. Everfresh always makes it right. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to talk to you about, and this this is not something that I want to try, but I heard you talking about pegging this. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's not a world I know much about. You are shaking your head like, yeah, I be... Fucking niggas. Yeah. How do you even sell? Like, is that something that somebody approaches you with, or is it something that you kind of put on the table? Because I don't even see how somebody could sell it to me. So it's you. <laughs> That's so funny because it is usually <laughs> something that um is brought to me. So um, I have so surprisingly no man that I have ever been romantically involved with. Um, has ever asked me to peg them, or I've ever brought it up. Um, I what I I may ask if I think if I think you'll let me, I will ask. Um, but I haven't really come across a lot of men who I think would let me. But I I still may ask because if you let me stick my finger in your booty, you might oh, no. stick something else in your booty. So is it like and a that's dominant usually thing? My tester, not necessarily. Um, for the most part, I so like I said, I've never pegged any of my romantic partners, but men ask me to peg them, like. I literally tweeted one day that it was something that I wanted to do. And the next thing you know, I had a whole bunch of random people who just apparently go on Twitter and search pig in my inbox talking about some, oh, you can pig me, you can do this. But then I also had a few mutuals also um, I say that they would be interested in it. And I was like, oh, hmm, I know you. Okay. Hmm, let's let's see what we can see what we can do. Okay. Um, but. So I have it, it's just it's something that men have asked me to do. And I'm, the first time I did it, I did enjoy it. Um, and it was at that like once I did it, it was a dominating thing for me. Um, but also I do I do like to please men. And there are times when not there are times. So of all my pegging partners, I usually I've never had sex with any of them after that. Like I used to just me pegging them. Interesting. So there's only been one that I also have sex with and pick. But other than that, I like, wonder if there's some type of like psyche behind that shit. Where um, do you lose respect for them or something in that no, moment? Okay, no, it's not even that. It's just like this is what you asked me for, like. And you weren't interested, and that's not what you you didn't ask me for sex. You asked me to come pick you, so that's what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna go. Okay. Now you you kind of gave me a look like when I said is is it a is it a sale? But I always remember like I had a, I got a good female friend of mine, and she like look when the when the doors is closed, and you in the dark with with somebody like, you know, them conversations go anyway, mm-hmm. and you know what niggas want anyway. what niggas won't say. Out in the open, you know, sometimes shit will just go a different way. Mm-hmm. And in their body will say it too. Like I said, like if without these nails, because I do have, I have some long, sh- sharp claws. But before I had these nails, I used to pop a finger in the booty hole. Oh, no. When I'm, you know. Oh, no. Go, sucking some, you know, sucking some dick, slobbing some knob. I'll pop, I'll, I, that's how, and that's how I'll know how far I can go. If you let me, if you let me suck your balls, you might let me lick your taint. If you let me lick your taint, you're going to let me lick your booty. If you let me lick your booty, you're going to let me stick a finger in your booty. Mm. That one escalated real quick. So that's how I know. That's how I test it out. If you push me away when I get to the tank, oh, I know I can't play. With, I know I can't touch your booty, and I'm not even gonna try no more. Not even gonna try. But once you let me explore, 
and you open up them doors, the doors is open. Open up the doors. The doors is open. No, I, I don't even like that term. <laughs> open up the doors. And I may ask you, can I peg you? And if you say no, cool. That's not a re- it's not a requirement. It's not necessarily a requirement. Um would I like to find a romantic partner that would like let me do that on the regular? Yes. But it's not a requirement. But what enjoyment do you I've get done it from- already. I don't need to necessarily do it again. But what enjoyment do you get from it? Um when I have done it with the man that I also have sex with, um, because I've only this was the first guy that I ever pegged. Um I've we had lost touch. We were cool for a while, but then we had lost touch and then he saw that I was interested and he's he's pretty fluid himself. Um and he was like, Well, you know, that's something that you know I'm interested in. I'm like, okay, yeah, like, you know, let's let's pop this cherry together. Let's let's pop this cherry together. Um and we had never had sex before either, but we're like, you know, let's let's see where this goes. Let's see how we feel. And I was aroused just like while I was stroking him, like I was aroused while I was pegging him. And that was what ended up making me also want to go deeper into that and have sex with him and allow him to have sex with me. Because like I said, no other, any other guy that I've pegged, no, I I haven't even wanted to. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that went somewhere I wasn't expecting. But I mean, look, if they like it, if you like it, I love it. This right. ain't this ain't a place. Like I just don't believe in that in that type of judgment. Everything just ain't for everybody. But you know, if it gets somebody else off, good for them. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one other thing that you mentioned. You know, I was listening to one of your one of your shows, and you know, when people typically say like the term threesome, is usually a man talking about. You know him and an involvement with like two women, mm-hmm. uh, but I heard about yours and your affinity for, you know, very specifically male, male, female threesome. <laughs> yes. Okay, so what's talk to me about that? So, like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, those are just my favorite types of threesomes. I prefer I, with two women. It's too much pussy. I got a pussy. I can put my own pussy if I want to do that. I can't eat my own pussy, but half of these bitches out here can't eat pussy either. So so somebody educated me that, like, in a male-male-female situation, mm-hmm. the gentleman should be fluid also. So, in, in yes, and sometimes yes. Um, sure. Um, the threesomes that I have had with men, they were never touching each other. They were always just focused on me. Okay. And it wasn't... Like, it wasn't, I guess, because they weren't, they're not necessarily attracted to men. Like, they were just having sex with me. They didn't have sex with each other. They didn't necessarily, well, they touched, but they didn't necessarily touch. But, it like, um, it, those are just particularly, I, I would prefer a dick in my mouth and a, and a dick in me. Like, that's. I would not necessarily I'm I'm not trying to focus on eating the pussy while I'm having sex. And like I said, I don't necessarily I don't always like women. I will have sex with a woman, but I don't necessarily need to have sex with a woman with a man. Okay. Okay. So when it I just is it more of the I guess if they're both focused on you, is it more I, I still feel like it's gotta be some type of dominant aspect in this. Like you're in control. 
more so of these situations? Um, so I would say yes and no. It depends on where that situation lies. Like, and I do feel like in some situations I have been in control and it could be, I could feel like I'm in control in like in one MMF, let's say, you know, we're doing that. I'm in control, but there could be a point in that where I let them take the power too. So like it's, and, and that's fine. Cause like I've, I can I'll, if I need to get something started, I'll get something started. But if I have to be comfortable in that situation, because I will walk away, like I'll leave. I'm like, mm, I'm not interested in y'all. Bye. Okay. Y'all trying to take advantage of me? I'm out of here. Peace. Mm. But I've you know I've had planned ones. I've had some that weren't necessarily planned. So. Okay. And that's what I was going to get into know. next. Like, is this? I would like to think. I mean, to spice it up, sometimes it just got to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Like you just. You smoking, drinking, having a good time. Yeah. And next thing you know, we all having a good time. Right. But, you know, another sit I've I've been in threesomes where other situations were like, look, we know she coming by Saturday at eight and this is what we gonna do. Right. So I mean it, it, it kinda goes both ways. So, you know, you said that you, you know, don't necessarily need a woman. Mm-hmm. So I guess in a situation would you kind of consider like yourself a unicorn? I would consider myself a unicorn. Like, I, I mean, I've been, I've had threesomes with men and women and been approached by couples to be their unicorn and like ease them into it. And those are usually not, those just haven't been the best threesomes for me. Like, I just haven't enjoyed them, which is why I wanted to try a threesome with two men. And the first time I had one, I was like, oh yeah, this is the bee's fucking knees. Okay. Is it just because you kind of like an outsider coming into their situation or you just never, never really know what their temperature is? You know, I'm I'm with that I'm not necessarily sure because in the in the threesomes I have had with men and women, like I've had spontaneous ones, I've had again planned ones where I've been approached by a couple. Usually the man is either so nervous like it's his first time, he's never done anything like this before and he's nervous and he can't perform. So I usually just end up having sex with her. Okay. Or um it's just you know, when it has been spontaneous, it just wasn't in like it was enjoyable, but I it just wasn't like what I expected. Like I I thought this was gonna be better. Like Imagine. y'all been trying to liquor me up all night and get me to join y'all, and then I join y'all, and it's like vanilla. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So one thing that I find, or or I have found, is like you know a lot of women that are open minded sexually are sometimes open minded relationship wise. As well, it's just, you know, for me, it's just been kind of they go hand in hand mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to relationship wise. Like, are you, you know, I'm not asking about your personal relationships now, but like, are you open to like a polyamorous situation or are you searching just for or you still believe in the one? So, I mean, or the one could be a couple ones. I don't know. I believe in whatever is for me. And with that being said, I do believe in polyamory. I mean, I want to me. I want two husbands. I definitely do. OK. I want, two, I want two boyfriends right now. I want two husbands. I want two men to take care of me. We can all do it together or not. You know, I can. you can have each have your days. But um, I'm open to whatever just ends up being for me. Like, I think I'm just open to love in whatever form it decides to come to. Okay. As whatever whatever form it decides to come to me as. Have you always what kind of taken this, this, this type of forward approach or this power in, you know, your sexuality like this? Um. Or was it something that just like, you know, kind of opened you up or opened your mind? It was things? definitely 
something that opened me up when it came to sex. Um, I had a um, serious boyfriend that was just like, when we started dating, he he showed me that he was into everything. It was like Fifty Shades of Grey in, in that bitch in his world, and it was it was amazing. Like he opened me up to everything that showed me what I liked about sex. Because before, you know, I'm just trying to get a nut. I was young. I was like, when I started dating this guy, I was like 21, 20, 21. I don't know. That was so long ago. I was in my early 20s. Okay. Um, and I, he showed me what I liked about sex because he was kind of the first guy to ask me what I liked. And everybody asked, you know, I'm not asking them what they like. They didn't ask me what we like. We just doing it. Right. Well, I was young. So, and... Uh, like even like when I lost my virginity, I didn't even enjoy sex. I was like, "That's what people are talking about. This is boring. I don't do this." Because when we, when you're so young and having sex, like you don't, you don't find the enjoyment in it until later on down until the you're road. Grown. One, exactly. Once you learn more about, like you said, your body, yourself. yourself, what it is that you enjoy, what you don't like, what you open to, yep. which was was off limits for you, and it's typically a partner or a specific situation. Mm-hmm. I just know for me. You know, after I was married for a long, I was married, I don't even want to say for a long time, but I was married. And after we got separated and I started dating someone else and she made me comfortable to be like the person I knew I really was. Mm -hmm. My ex-wife wasn't really like a big fan of tattoos. The new woman I started dating, she was like, if that's what you like, Mm -hmm. like you might as well ink yourself up. And I went, went crazy with that shit. But like, you know, just learning myself and becoming more mature, becoming a man. You know, when I was, I got married at like, I met my ex-wife at like 14, 15. I got married in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And shit, I was getting divorced by time before I was 30. So, I mean, I was still young as fuck and had like a lot of life experience and a lot of shit to learn. And I kind of look at like some relationships, or a lot of relationships, you know, they just for seasons. They just to get you through this time. Mm-hmm. I needed to be with her in order to right. become a man. And then once I was a man, I needed something different to fulfill me so yeah that's and that's how it goes like you learn as you learn more about yourself you learn what you like and i learned what i like like i said in my early 20s and for the most part i've been that way ever since okay i'm not afraid to discover and open myself up to more stuff that i don't necessarily know about okay that's what my partner is into let's try it i'm not afraid i mean shit for the most part you know if you you know, I'm I'm open to damn near anything the first time. Right. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to just put my foot down. There's some stuff I just ain't, I just ain't budging on. Mm-hmm. But like, you know. Oh yeah, I got my hard stops. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that pegging a hard, a hard stop. Somebody, Fair enough. And that's a lot of people, that's a lot of men's hard stops. No, no, I, just, I don't even like anal. That's not one of my hard stops. Interesting. That's not one of my hard stops. Like, I mean, I'll. You know, if we there. I'll try it. It depends. It depends. Anything about the mood and the timing but, and how the fuck you ask it. Yeah. I think that that's a lot to do with it, too, because, like, if you want something, you can't, yeah, may, maybe if you're, right. no, you got to put your, like, you can't ask like no bitch. It's gotta, yeah. It's got to be a firm. <laughs> it's it's got to be a firm question so you can deliver a firm yes or no. Because that's what I want. I want a firm ass answer. So, like, right. you just sometimes. I don't want no timid ass answer. Like, oh. Maybe I'll let you do it. No, because now you're acting scary. I don't even want to do it no more. No, I don't want no maybes. I want, come on. Like, all right. Maybe it's no in this scenario because maybe it's not consent. No, maybe it's always no. Right. And like I tell that to, you know, I got a college age son and he out here in the world living and dating. And that's the same thing I advise him. Like, 
If she didn't say yes, then it's no. Like anything in between, if there's the gray area is yeah, no. Maybe is exactly. Like maybe. you can't decipher you can't decipher what she's willing to do for yourself. Yep. If you don't get a clear why yes, just just let it you know, you can't you can't score fifty every night. You may just have to take it home. You may and, just have to take it. And try it again tomorrow. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. But niggas hate losing. Niggas do hate losing. Niggas hate losing. Niggas do hate losing. And I just think that's that's just across the board. Like they cool with shit as long as it's they way, they direction. Mm-hmm. Like and when I say niggas, I mean women too. Niggas hate Oh yeah, niggas, everybody hate losing. I hate losing. And I'm not like I'm super competitive. Like, don't let me play a sport or a game and I'm getting competitive. I'm not even good at sports or games. And I'm competitive. So like it's people hate losing. It's just a thing. I got that same shit and I got this rule. Like if if we playing some shit, like First of all, don't do nothing that you don't want to do. Like, if niggas is playing spades, you don't have to. You're not going to, like, because you're not going to pressure me into some shit. If I don't right. want to, I ain't going to. But don't get in the middle of this shit and just quit. Be like, oh, it's only a game because now, motherfucker, we got right. an issue. Because, like, it, right. once you, like, when we in it, I need you to be in it. Because I gave you the choice. If you didn't want to, you didn't have you to. Did, exactly. But, exactly. Like you said, no gray area. Yeah, but once I we in it, firm. don't tell me it's like it's just a game because we losing or shit ain't going your way because then you're going to piss me clean the fuck off. Right. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that shit. I'm a sore winner and a sore loser. <laughs> a though. sore it's winner. Really How do you it's be a sore bad. winner? Oh, when you gloat after you win? Like a gloater? Somebody who after they win, they gloat about everything like, ah, you lost. That's what you want to So It depends. It depends on the situation. <laughs> I got to be drunk and it depends on what we'll be playing. Okay. But like Especially like You know like in Monopoly <laughs> You can't I know you definitely probably Think you can Definitely a sore winner Monopoly I know you probably think You can play Monopoly And Scrabble Definitely I, A sore winner Oh I suck at Monopoly Okay But don't let me win That's why I'm a sore winner <laughs> Because like I said I'm not good at games And I'm not good at sports But if I win Oh I'm gloating Because I've only won Two out of ten games I win 20% of the time. You got to take your wins where you can grab them. Yeah, I do. And I take my losses like a champ. I'm not necessarily a sore loser. I'm like, it's all right. Next day. So, look, Alessa, I'm not going to hold you too long this evening. I do want you to throw out there your so. I, I did want to, before we kind of wrap shit up, you, you mentioned your socials, Hippie in the Hood. Hippie but, of the Hood. Hippie yeah. of the Hood. So, you consider yourself, are you... Waste bead, uh, <laughs> candle lighting, incense burning type hippie. Uh, Is that like the stereotype? That was so stereotypical. Cause no, so couple I crystals in that, the windshield. I came up with that Instagram name a long, 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 long time ago, and then I ended up making it my Twitter uh, name because my Twitter name before it was real, probably racist, but um, <clears throat> not politically correct. But so yeah, hippie of the hood. No, I. I only consider myself hippie because I'm real natural and stuff that I do. Like, I don't wear deodorant. <laughs> At all. Not even the natural shit? I don't even really wear natural deodorant. Like, I have to really, it has to be a hot day in summertime. And I think I'm a stank for me to put on some. How you regulate that shit? Deodorant. Um, I drink a lot of water. I have not worn deodorant since 2014. Okay. So That's a nice stretch. I tell all my friends, bitch, if you smell me, say something. I will hit these pits with some hand sanitizer because alcohol is a great deodorizer for my natural people out there who don't wear deodorant. Um, or I keep a natural deodorant stick in the car. Like I said, if I do stink, that's the only time I'll hit myself with some natural deodorant. But um, I use a liquid exfoliant. 
to on my underarms and that neutralizes your smell as long as your detox and your sweat glands are cleaned out you'll just smell like yourself your natural scent like what you're supposed to smell like so okay i can't risk it but i mean if you're supposed to stink you're supposed to stink that's on you that means your inside is not clean yeah. that means you're not drinking enough water i mean i could probably fall under some of those categories so just but deodorant is just it's really i did eat white castle probably twice this week that's not necessarily bad. I mean, you just, as long as you drink enough water and you, you know, eat a vegetable or two every day, you should be good. Yeah, yeah. If you can eat one piece of fruit every day, come on. I can do that. Come I on. can do. I can do just a piece of fruit. Eat a piece of fruit. Maybe eat you a salad two, three times a week. Okay. Get you some multivitamins in there. I fuck with the vitamins too. So I mean, I'm 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 most of those. I just don't do a lot of. I don't do a lot of a lot of leafy greens. I drink my chlorophyll water. I drink celery juice every day. Is that why you got the glow? That I <laughs> is that is that is, is that what that's from? A good diet, probably. probably. Good diet, lots I'm of water. Pretty, I'm pretty healthy. Okay. I mean, I will. You know, my I'm not always the healthiest person, but um, I'm pretty. I eat pretty clean, pretty healthy. So. Okay. I can still smoke, do shrooms, you know, yeah, all that I mean, good I do stuff. all that shit too. Okay, good enough. I just discovered shrooms not too long ago. Really? Not, yeah. Really? Fairly recently. I love that shrooms are finally getting the play that they deserve because the first time I tried shrooms was, again, when I was a young college student like 10, 10 years ago, 10, 11, 12 years ago, however old I am, I'm aging myself. But, um, yeah, and I... I was doing shrooms with white folks when I was in college, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, they don't taste like shit, but, I mean, it, it gets you there. Yeah. And that's what I be. I put mine in a peanut butter sandwich. Really? Mm-hmm. Make you a nice little peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. I, I know somebody that grind them down and, like, put them in their blunts. That's what I do. I grind it down and put it in, make it a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. I don't think I would smoke with shrooms. That sounds scary. I watched them do it. That sounds scary. I don't know if I would do that. Okay. I don't know if I'm trying to. I mean, look, when, I, when I'm when i trying to get high, I'm just trying to be high. High, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever get me there the quickest. Fair enough. Whatever, Fair enough. Whatever get me there the quickest. But them shrooms, a whole nother, you know, I said I wanted to try it. I was out with somebody. They passed me some. And now I'm, you know, geeked up on a Monday night and I got work and I got to be up at five o'clock for work the next day. But I was, you know, YOLO, fuck it. I like shrooms, though. And shrooms... My issue with shrooms is that if I do take shrooms, I'm not going to fall asleep. Once I come down, I'm for some reason wired. See, everybody everybody says that, but like I'd be the complete, the two times I've tried it, I've been able to sleep without no issue. Really? Yeah. I, ne- I never can. I'm always up and wired. It's like, almost like I took a nap while I did the shrooms and now I'm up for the rest of the day. Okay. It does give you like a common feeling. Yeah. But you for sure high. Yeah. As fuck. Yeah. And I like shrooms. I do like shrooms. Okay. I like anything from the earth. So now me and my partner always have an argument about shit being from the earth because he don't feel like this weed that we smoke is from the earth anymore. But I'm like, nigga, you put a seed in the dirt. Now, there may be different processes for growing a bitch, but I mean. Right, but dirt is earth. It's still a plant. Right. That, so you saying that your plants in your house not plants because them in pots? I mean, I'm just saying, like, I've been smoking f- probably long as I've been fucking. The weed that I used to smoke at 14, 15 Ain't the shit that we smoking right now. Like, shit has advanced tremendously. Yeah. Now, I'm not smoking no synthetic weed. That's for sure. Okay. Never. I'm never smoking. No I mean, I used to get high as hell off of Reggie's, though. Like, Reggie's right. is like cigarettes at but this point. But synthetic weed, that's fake weed. 
weed. I'm no, not I'm not. Weed. I'm not fucking with that. That's what them white kids be tripping yeah. off of. No. They be tripping. Okay, that mm. shit be killing people. I'm not smoking that. No, I'm either at the dispensary or a trusted street vendor. Exactly, my trusted street pharmacist. I do still prefer street weed over dispensary weed. Okay, I, I felt I thought I was I thought it was just me. Like, nope, I do still prefer street weed over dispensary weed. I mean, I will go to the dispensary. You know, somebody tell me something is good, and I smoke with them. I'm like, oh, this is some good shit. Let me go up to this dispensary. But for the most part, no, I'm calling my handy dandy street pharmacist. There was a strain. Let me of, get my regular order. There was a strain of runts that one of the dispensaries had that was that was amazing. But like outside of that, like yeah, I got somebody just pull up on me. I cash app it to you once you get here. Mm-hmm. You know that's how that's how I kind of prefer my, uh, whatever my hand to hand to take place. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm supporting black businesses. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. And you know, niggas shouldn't be locked up over weed. That's Surely just, not. No, release everybody out in here in jail for petty marijuana crimes, petty marijuana charges. Just let them go. Just let them go. Alyssa, you east or west sider? Um, I actually grew up on the west side, but I live on the east side now. So. Okay, but you grew up on the west. I grew up on the west side. What high school? I actually went to Cass Tech High School. Oh, I knew you was a good person. I knew it. Not I knew it. I felt it in my heart. I'm from the west side. Went to Cass Tech. Long oh, really? Class. I was probably long gone with high school before you walked in the door. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, 99. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you might have still been in middle school. I was. Okay. Actually, I was in elementary school. Yeah. In 1999. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, nope, I was cast tech, graduated in 2008. Okay. Yeah, long time. I was getting ready for my 10-year reunion. Yep. Okay. So, Alessa, where can people find out more about you, the podcast, anything else, anything that you're involved with? The floor is yours, and I kind of want to give you that opportunity to let people know where to look you up. Oh, for sure. So, um, again, my Instagram and Twitter handles are hippie of the hood, H I P P I E, all one word, no underscores. Um, our Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for our podcast is CWC the podcast. Please subscribe. Um, our podcast name is actually Cocktails with Cocktails, C O C K T A I L. S with cocktail C O C K T A L E S. I might have said that backwards. I do that sometimes. We'll make sure we get it right for the show notes. <laughs> um, but CWC the podcast. There's a link to all of our um, where we're where we are. Apple Music, YouTube, Spotify. Um, a link to our game. Our game can be bought. Um, it's called Intoxicate Me Please with Blackout Games Detroit. Um, the website is blackoutgamesdet.com. Um, and the expansion pack. Um, it's always a part of their bigger game. Um, they have a game called The Cookout, so it's just an expansion pack of their drinking card game. But okay. you can also buy it solo. Um, it's got a good amount of cards in there, but like I said, it's a drinking game. It's a drinking game. It gets kind of frisky. It gets kind of nasty. So ask some intimate questions. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we appreciate you coming out. This is your man, Dame, three underscores, three, one, three on Instagram, Twitter, uh, fuck, and TikTok. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Uh, this is straight out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios, and thank you for tuning in to Dame After Dark.